Amen. We're continuing our series, Miracle Moments, which is a snapshot of the miracle moments in the life of Jesus. And uh, 35 different miracles are recorded in the Gospels. And with each miracle that Jesus did, there's some, there's some life application. There is some wisdom. There is some, some goal that we can extract out of those miracles that can help us to get through our daily life and daily struggle. I don't know if you notice this, but we have an enemy that wants us to be defeated and wants us to just be uh, rendered inoperative. But I believe we have a God that we serve that wants us to be his hands and his feet, and he wants us to be the army that he's called us to be. Amen? And so this morning, I want to continue as we talk about miracles. How many of you believe in for a miracle? I want you, if you're believing for a miracle, I want you to just stand up right where you are. And I want you to just present that miracle to God right now. And I want you to pray with me. And I want you to use your power, your authority that God has given you. And I want you to declare it right now. Not like somebody that's barely making it, but I want you to declare it like the the, the answer is already yours today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare right now that the miraculous power of God is being released right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that something in the Spirit is breaking and something is happening right now. Thank you, my God, for the Spirit of God that is helping your people to get through that breakthrough. I declare it, I proclaim it, I believe it, and we receive it in the strong name of Jesus. We pray, amen and amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Now, in week one, we talked about about five primary miracles that Jesus performed. And we talked about he performed miracles over nature. You know, when he, he spoke to the winds and the waves, he spoke to the fig tree. Remember that? He spoke to a fig tree, shriveled up, and it died. That, that's, that's amazing, right? But then we talked about the miracle of supply. Remember, he took, he took uh, five loaves of bread, two fish. He blessed it, and it fed 5,000 men. Now, they say there might have been 10,000 people there because that was just the men. That's not counting the women and the children. But it's a miracle of supply. How many of you know Jesus can miraculously supply. Amen. The third one was the miracle of healing. Remember, he went into the synagogue one day and there was a man with a withered hand and it was on the Sabbath day, but Jesus couldn't, could care less about whether the religious leaders liked it or not. And he said, be healed. And the man's hand got whole. Amen. Come on. That's that. Miracle after miracle, Jesus performed. All throughout the Gospels, you see one miracle after another. And then he performed the miracle over demon spirits. In, in Mark chapter 5, I think it is, uh, remember they had the man that was a, a demoniac, and he had a legion of demons, and Jesus cast it out. Now, a legion means 4,200 to 6,000 demons, and, and he was, the, the man was not in his right mind. He couldn't function like, like normal people, and Jesus cast those spirits out. They went into 2,000 pigs, and they jumped off the cliff. Amen. Jesus has authority over demon spirits. How many of you know that? And then finally, what I think might be, and certainly, you know, last but not least, is perhaps the greatest miracle Jesus did is the miracle of transformation. Not, not substantiation, but transformation. 
Now, Romans 12, 2 says, don't be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, transformed in the original language is where we get our English word metamorphosis from. And it means to literally change from, from one state into another. And obviously for us, the picture is whenever the caterpillar becomes a butterfly. How many of you know that's transformation? And so the picture is a caterpillar going through metamorphosis and he's a, he's a worm. He's a caterpillar, but he becomes this beautiful butterfly. That's the picture. Amen. What is the miracle of transformation? It's when the Lord supernaturally changes somebody's life or circumstance. How many of you can relate to that? How many of you have already experienced a transformation in your life? Amen. And so it's when Jesus supernaturally changes somebody from one state to another. And, and so listen, I believe that the most common miracle that Jesus does today is the miracle of transformation. Some are little transformations and some are great transformations. Some of them you could see, some of them you can't see. I believe there was transformation that took place in this building already this morning. I believe that we can't see in the spirit realm, but something happened even as we were worshiping, and things happened on the inside of us that we have no idea what was happening. Who knows what was canceled this morning, what was blocked this morning, but I believe every day, Jesus is performing miracles of transformation. Amen. And so there are three different ways Jesus transforms people's lives. And the first one is the Lord specializes in changing people's character. How many of you want that transformation? He can take, how many of you know, he can take a hard-hearted, angry, bitter person and change him into a soft-hearted, most loving, compassionate person that you've ever seen. Amen. He can take the most timid, the most shy, the most fearful person that you've ever met in your life. And when the transforming grace of God comes on him, he'll never be that same person anymore. Amen. Remember the kind of guys that Jesus picked to be his disciples. I mean, those guys were rough they were hardened, they were weathered, right? They were unpolished. They really weren't very spiritual. But Jesus transformed them. And they became great, mighty men of God that were so anointed that they were changing the world through the grace of God. Amen? And I want you to see that when the disciples became Christ's followers, they experienced the miracle of transformation. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Now listen, I don't know if you were born on the pew, if you've been a goody two-shoe all your life, but one thing I'm happy for, that the old is gone and the new has come. Amen. I am so glad that he's given me a fresh start. What about you? Amen. Now, you know, my personal testimony is before knowing Christ, I had some issues. Yeah, I had a lot of issues. 
No, I still got issues. That's why I still need transformation. Amen. But listen, you know what? I struggled with inferiority. I struggled with, with fear, fear of people. I struggled with anger, low self-esteem. I was empty, ungodly, had no vision or purpose for my life. Come on. How many of you can relate to that? But after I became a Christian, something happened on the inside of me. Amen. And so listen, I got delivered from inferiority. Listen, I would never be here today speaking to you if God hadn't transformed me. Amen. Come on, are y'all with me out there? I got set free from drugs. He delivered me. Praise the Lord for his deliverance. Amen. See, when I became a Christian, Jesus completely transformed me. Can you relate to that? You know, it's, it's amazing to me. You know, I get to hear stories that maybe you don't get to hear. You get to hear stories I don't get to hear. But just recently, just a, a week or so ago, I heard a story of a brother that's, that's, that's coming to church here. And this guy, uh, whenever he was younger, he got busted. He got busted for, for uh, using drugs. But not only using drugs, dealing drugs. Not only dealing drugs, manufacturing drugs. And so he went to court. He got sentenced 25 years, 20-something years in prison. But whenever he got to prison, he met the Lord. And when he met the Lord, God began to work in his life. And God began to transform him. And he got set free from drugs. And by the way, you can get drugs in prison too, I hear. But he didn't need drugs in prison because he had the favor of God on his life. Come on. He got married. He got, he has a child. He got delivered in nine years. He got set free and transformed. Now he's going back over there to encourage the people in there that they don't have to live there. They don't have to stay there. They can get set free because of the transforming power of God. Come on. How many of you know the Lord specializes in changing people's character? Amen. Now let me ask you a question. Is there anything in your character that you would like Jesus to transform you? If you don't know about anything, let me talk to your spouse and we'll come up with something. Amen. The second, the second way the Lord transforms us is the Lord specializes in changing people's impossible circumstances and situations. How many of you can relate to that? Now listen, somebody in here this morning, you need to hear this. That God can transform your circumstance and your situation. And so remember in, in uh, the man in John chapter 5, um, who was near the pool of Bethsaida, and he was waiting to be healed. You remember that? And he had been paralyzed for 38 years. 38 years. Then the legend was that an angel would come and unannounced stir up the water in the pool, and the first person to get in the pool when the water was stirring would get healed. But the problem was, for this man, he was paralyzed. And he faced an impossible situation. Because he was paralyzed, he physically could not put himself in the pool. And so his situation was pretty hopeless. Have you ever experienced a hopeless situation? Come on, how many of you experienced like five? 
right now. Come on. And so listen, John tells us this man encountered a miracle of transformation. His circumstances was supernaturally changed. And that's what I want to encourage you with. I'm hoping to just stir your faith up this morning that, listen, when you look at the natural, it may seem impossible, but God don't work on the natural scale. He works on the supernatural scale. If he can part the Red Sea, if he can curse a a fig tree and it dies, if he can raise the dead, there's nothing he can't do for you. Amen. Come on, I need a better amen. So in John 5, 5, it says this, a man was there who had been ill for 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, do you wish to get well? There's a question. Do you wish to get well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Now, obviously this man was dealing with a hopeless situation. He had a situation in his life that he could do nothing about. And this is the thing. Are you and I, sooner or later, we're going to experience some kind of circumstance in our life. It might not be right now, but listen, one doctor's visit, one phone call, one job situation, and all of a sudden, our world is turned upside down in our life. Isn't that right? You never know when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, but things happen. Trials come. Tribulations come. We will all face a circumstance and situation that we can't do nothing about, and we need a miracle of transformation. Amen. So listen, obviously this man needed a miracle. When do you need a miracle? When there's nothing you can do, right? Jesus transformed this man's situation. In verse eight, Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your pallet and walk. Immediately the man became well, picked up his pallet and he began to walk. Now remember, listen, this man had not walked in 38 years years. And then all of a sudden he's getting up and he's walking. Can you imagine what's going through his mind? No longer did he have to rely on somebody to carry him from point A to point B. No longer did he have to stay confined to a pallet any longer. He was able now on his own strength to get from point A to point B. My friends, I don't know if you understand when God transforms you, you're never going to be the same. Amen. That's the kind of power God has. And so listen, maybe you have a situation right now that you can't change on your own. You see, The reason why we read the miracles in the Bible, the reason why they're recorded in the Bible, is to encourage us that regardless, listen, if it seems as impossible as being paralyzed for 38 years and you can't get in the pool before somebody else does because they got better, they're in better shape, then you are a recipient for a miracle in your life. Amen. You know, couple of weeks ago after I preached on uh, one of the weeks, a, a brother came up to me and he said, man, I wanted to run up there and share. And he said, but I didn't do it. I said, that was the devil. You should have came up. No, just kidding. But his story was, y'all didn't get that joke. Must not have been a good one, right? I need a miracle of transformation right now. 
But, you know, he came up and he said, man, he said, this weekend was a, was a pivotal, a pivotal time in my life. He, he's part of Celebrate Recovery. And 12 years ago, he stumbled into the church, an alcoholic. Couldn't go one day without drinking. And when he got drunk, everything around him was chaos. And his, he was about to lose his marriage. His kids didn't want to have nothing to do with him. He was out there. And he came in the church and he surrendered his life to Christ. He rededicated his life to Jesus Christ. He got into church, started to get discipled. He went into celebrate recovery and he found out that, that they, he would have somebody to walk with him and help him. 12 years ago, a couple of weeks ago, they give these chips out to those who desire to be sober, who desire for a breakthrough. Uh, one, one week, one month, one year, one 10 years. He received this 12 year chip, 12 years. Now listen, I don't know if you know what it's like to be an alcoholic and not be able to go one day without drinking. It's not easy to quit. I don't know if you know what it's like to do drugs every day and everything inside of you screams out for drugs and for God to deliver you. It's no small miracle, my friend. It's a mighty miracle. Amen. Amen. But listen, that's not the rest of the story. His wife was right there by his side. His marriage was saved. But not only that, his children were there to celebrate the milestone. I'm telling you, God can change your situation. God can change your circumstance. Listen, I've heard story after story of people who seem like their life was over. They, there's no way out. There's nothing they could do. There's no way they could succeed. They were bankrupt. There's no way that they could be successful or ever have any quality of life. And God steps in. And when God steps in, he changes us. He transforms us. If there be any man or woman in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. And behold, all things become new. Amen. Come on, y'all believe this this morning. If you do, say amen. Amen. You know, when the doctors, I, I could tell you about many miracles that God has done for us. But, you know, going back just a few weeks ago, I told you, when the doctor told me, Todd, you can't father any children, it was an impossible situation. It was a situation I could do nothing about. But God stepped in and gave us an Olivia. Amen. And not only did God give us an Olivia, God gave us a son-in-law named Benjamin. And not only do we have a son-in-law named Benjamin, we got a precious granddaughter named Penelope, exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we could ask or think. Listen, I'm telling you, God is at work and he wants to work in your life. Are y'all hearing me out there? I hope you're encouraged today. You might be facing an impossible situation. I want you to know it's not impossible. You might be, you might be facing a hopeless and a helpless situation. Hear me out today. It's not hopeless. It's not helpless. If you are physically able to hear what I'm saying to you, there's still a miracle waiting in the balance. Come on, believe God. Stir yourself up and trust God to do what only God can do. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
I believe there's miracles in this house today. The third way Jesus transforms people's lives is the Lord specializes in changing people spiritually. The Bible tells us until you become a Christian, you are spiritually dead, flatline. If you could put some spiritual, you know, the medical things that track your heartbeat, spiritually before you know Christ, flatline, no life. What does that mean to be spiritually dead? It means you're spiritually bound and controlled by sin. It means you're controlled by the devil's power and you're living in rebellion against God. It means you're totally given over to the passions and desires of your sinful fleshly nature and you live under God's judgment relationally separated from God. It's not good when you're spiritually dead. Amen? The Apostle Paul explains it this way in Ephesians 2.1. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. According to the scripture, every person that is not a Christian is spiritually dead and living under the devil's complete control. Do you get that? If you get that, say, I got that. And you cut off from the presence, the protection, and the provisions of God. But through Jesus Christ, when you become a Christian, you become completely transformed. You come, you become transformed. And what that means is you get set free from the power of sin. You get set free from the devil's control. You become spiritually born again and you become spiritually alive. Amen. Alive. Come on. They've got a lot of people. All they need to do is get put in the ground. They're dead but they're alive physically, but they're dead. And Jesus says, I want to raise you up and make you alive. Amen. Praise the Lord. The apostle Paul explains the transformation in Ephesians 2, but God, so rich in mercy, he loved us so much. And even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It's only by God's grace that you've been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Transformation, the miracle of transformation. I want to encourage you today. Jesus wants to transform you. Maybe today you need your character to change. The way you behave, the things going on in your life are not helping you. And you need a transformation. He's the master of transformation. Maybe you need a situation changed. Maybe you're like that paralyzed man and you thought and you think, well, there's nothing I can do. I mean, this is hopeless. 38 years. There's nothing that can change. I want you to know he changes things. Amen. And for others, maybe, maybe he wants to transform you spiritually. Amen. He wants to, he wants you to become alive. Listen, Ephesians 3.20 says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think, according to his power that works within us. Can I just talk about that verse for just a moment? He will do exceedingly, 
abundantly, above and beyond all that you could ask or think. If you would think right now, what would you like God to do? And you say, God, would you do this? What this scripture is saying, no, no, no. You're asking for bread and God wants to give you the bread store. Amen. You say, Todd, I, I would like to not lose my temper. No, no, no. God don't want to just help you with your temper. He wants to make you a mighty man or woman of God that will transform your family and your community for the glory of God. Amen. He does exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything we could ask or think. You know what that tells me? Todd, God's not done with you yet. God, Todd is not done. God is not done with you yet. There is more. There is more for you. And I don't know if you hear it me. I don't know if I'm getting through to you. I don't know if it's getting down in your spirit, but what I'm trying to say is quit looking for bread and start believing for the store. Amen. 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 Oh my goodness. What God might do. What God might do. Something's happening on the inside of me right now. And I'm saying, God, I'm tired of just preaching a three-point message. I want to see transformation. I don't want to preach to people that are halfway alive and halfway dead. Lord, I want to see resurrection. I want to see power come. I want to see lives change. I want to see miracles happen. I'm going to y'all with me out there. Are y'all with me out there? Uh, we serve a living God, a powerful God, a mighty God, and he's ready to work. Is there believers in the house? Is there faith in the house? Faith releases the miracle of God. Faith releases the miracle of God. Doubt blocks the miracle of God. Unbelief blocks in the name of Jesus. 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 Come on, just stay standing for just a moment. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I say rise and walk. In the name of Jesus, I say get free from alcoholism, from drug addiction. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I say be free from bitterness and unforgiveness in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I say surrender your life to Christ. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. 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 Come on, just worship Him. In the name of Jesus. 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 Praise you, Father God, for a miracle that is being released right now. I declare right now, marriages being healed. Relationships being restored. I declare bitterness broken in Jesus' name. I declare the spirit of forgiveness being released right now over the people of God. If you need a miracle in your life, if you need a miracle, a spiritual miracle, and you say, Todd, I need to get right with God. Why don't you just raise your hands and wave them to me and say, Todd, that's me. 
That's me. That's me. Come on, that's me. I'm not talking about being in church. Come on, wave your hands and say, I need to be saved. Listen, if that's you, get out of your church. Come right here. Come on, come. Come out of the pew. Come right now. Come on, the spirit of transformation is here this morning. Come on, right now. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. This is your moment. This is your day. Come on, this is your moment. This is your day. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, that you're releasing. You're releasing my sister. Thank you, God, that you're setting her free. In the name of Jesus, you're healing her. And you're delivering her right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And we'll pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I, I ask you to forgive me. I repent of every sin. I submit to you. I give my life to you. And I ask you to heal me today. Spiritually. I want to be changed. And I'm asking you to change me right now. In Jesus' name. Now listen, let me ask you out here. How many of you this morning, you say, Todd, I need a change. I need a change in my circumstance. I need a change in my character. I need a change. And I believe that God can change my circumstance. Let me see your hands. Now, those of you that have your hands raised, come up here just real quick. Just come and say, Jesus, I'm believing. I'm believing that this morning, if you can heal a paralytic that's been paralyzed for 38 years, I believe that you can set me free. Now listen, I want you to come up here and I want you to believe. I want you to believe in the God of the miraculous, in the God of the supernatural, in the God who can change things. And I want you to pray with me. I want you to pray with me right now. When Jesus said, take up your pallet and walk, if he had doubt and unbelief, he would have never got up. He would have never walked. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. You gotta believe God. I want you to believe God right now. And say with me, Jesus, I believe. Jesus, I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Come on, cry out and say, Jesus, I believe. I believe. I believe you can give me a miracle. I'm asking for a miracle. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Spirit of the Lord, I say come. I say come. Listen, all of you out there, I want you to reach your hand out towards these. And I want you to pray with me. There's spiritual blocks that hold us from miracles. And I want you to believe with me. In the name of Jesus. Say it with me. In the name of Jesus. I take authority in the spirit realm. And I break the powers of darkness off of the people of God. I release the provision of God over this house. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us a miracle, for changing our situation and transforming our lives. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name the pastors, the altar workers that come and just touch you, just lay hands on you, just agree with you just put, the Bible says that believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, praise you Father God, praise you Lord Jesus, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with what I feel right now I see somebody that's been struggling financially and you can't seem to get out of the financial struggle. And it seems hopeless and helpless for you. And I want you to know that God 
is able to change it even though right now you can't see how and you can't see in what way that it might happen the Lord can change it the Lord can change it and I want to pray for you right now that God is going to supernaturally touch your finances come on if that's you just lift your hands and I'm going to agree with you right now in Jesus name I break poverty I break lack in the name of Jesus, I declare that Jesus is the miracle provider. And I declare right now that God, you are releasing your healing right now. Thank you, Lord. You're releasing your deliverance right now. And that something supernatural is happening right now. Praise you, Father God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I see some of you. I see some of you just like, like that analogy of, like you're looking for bread and God's saying, what about the store? What about the store? And I'm, I see that God is wanting to stir the faith of somebody in here and say, come on, you're not believing me. You're not trusting me. You're just settling for where you are. And I'm wanting you to believe for more exceedingly abundantly and beyond. Come on, if that's you where you feel, God is wanting to stir my faith today. Just lift your hands. And I want to pray over you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those that are here. I pray right now that, God, you would release your grace, release your hand of blessing, release your hand of provision. Thank you, Father God, that the touch of God, that the hand of God, that the grace of God is being released right now. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord Jesus. 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 Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. I, I didn't get to it this morning. But there's three ways that God transforms our life. The first way is through His truth. You're going to know the truth, and the truth will set you feet. Don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Transformed. The truth is Bible truth. Not Oprah Winfrey's truth. Come on, now Dr. Phil's truth. Biblical truth sets you free. Amen? Biblical truth sets you free. You shall know the truth. The greatest truth that you can learn is there is power in the cross. There's power in the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, he disarmed the principalities and the rulers of darkness. He took upon himself every one of our failures, every one of our sins. He broke, he, he faced the enemy toe to toe and defeated him and, and set us free. Amen. The second, the second key to getting transformed, the truth. You gotta encounter truth. And you gotta encounter the power of God. You need a truth encounter and you need a power encounter. The man thought he couldn't be healed, a stronghold. But listen, when God's spirit touched him, his body changed. When the, God's power touches you, you're not gonna be the same, amen? You need a truth in, in, encounter. You need a power encounter. And number three, you need a grace encounter. The Bible says there was a crowd of people around them that day. There just wasn't him. There was a crowd of people, but he got the healing. Why? I have no idea. All I can say, it was the grace of God. I need grace in my life. I don't deserve it. I didn't earn it. I need it though. How about you? Come on. I need God's grace. Listen, 
The Bible says he gives grace to the humble. He gives grace to those who ask him for grace. How many of you want grace today? How many of you want the grace of God? How many of you want the power of God? The truth of God? Listen, you need to get in your Bible. You need to read the Bible and let the Bible read you. Let Him teach you. Let Him instruct you. Let Him help you. And get in the presence of God. And let the power of God come. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare right now a truth encounter a power encounter a grace encounter thank you father that the grace of god is being released right now in this place thank you father god that a miracle is happening now just take a deep breath and just receive now just receive right now just receive the grace of god receive i see somebody I see anxiety just leaving somebody right now. I see the spirit of fear being broken right now in Jesus' name. I see the grace of God. I see the peace of God. I see the rest of God. I see supernatural strength. Somebody that came in here tired, you're leaving here strong in Jesus' name. Somebody that came in here burdened down, feeling like you were about to give up and throw in the towel. I break that spirit of suicide and I declare right now that the burden is being lifted. That spirit is leaving you right now and the life-giving power of Jesus Christ is coming over you right now. Thank you, Father God, for the touch of God, for the miracle-working hand of God. Now, how many of you believe in for a miracle? Reach your hands towards heaven. Let's conclude by let's let's give that miracle to God. And I want you to just think in your mind right now. I want you to see it changing. I want you to see it different. I want you to begin to see yourself just in that situation that is no longer like that. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Come on. God told Abraham, look at the stars. And he began to see children that never were yet. Come on, Joseph was taken out and said, look at the moon and the the sun. Look at the 12 stars. Come on, God is wanting you to believe. He's wanting you to receive. He's wanting you to believe. Just, Just believe Him, trust Him, hope in Him that there's something greater in store for you. Thank you, Lord God, that you're taking us to the next level where there's exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything that we could ask or think according to your power that is working within us. I pray in the mighty and in the strong name of Jesus and everybody that agreed shouted and said amen. And come on, they shouted and said amen. Come on, they shouted. Come on, shout your victory. 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 Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Well, I hope you were encouraged today. I preached my vocal cards out this morning. Amen. Now, I need a miracle because I got another service to do. Amen. Amen. Come on, how many of you encouraged today? How many of you encouraged today? Come on, how many of you encouraged today? Come on, some of you. Listen, some of you. 
You need to say, even though you don't feel it, say, I'm encouraged. Come on, some of you got to say it. I'm encouraged. Come on, the devil will try to say, yeah, but look, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. Come on, I'm encouraged. Come on, just declare it. I'm encouraged. Come on, your body's going to start responding. I'm encouraged. Come on, your cells in your body are going to start responding. I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. I'm victorious. I'm delivered. I'm healed. I'm set free. I'm not the same in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Will you take, you get your switch and you go bear hunt for Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. You have a great weekend. God bless you as you go.